0: Welcome back to the Inspired
1: Living with Autoimmunity podcast. I'm your host, Julie Michelson. And today we're joined by Neil Cannon, the author of the best selling book, The Vitality Secret. In our conversation today, Neil shares his approach to helping clients reverse engineer their ailments by addressing the pillars of vitality. If you're living an anti inflammatory lifestyle and you're not getting the results you desire and deserve, this conversation is for you. Neil, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you, Julie. It's an honor to be on your show. Thank you for having me on.
1: Absolutely, my pleasure. I've been looking forward to our conversation. I would love, I know I've heard you say that you didn't plan on being in the health and wellness industry. So I would love for you to share your journey with
2: listeners. Absolutely. Yes, like everyone I know who works in holistic health, I come with Moan's story some story that took me from one path to another path. And it was my own healing journey or recovery, if you will. So I had pretty bad eczema for the best part of 30 years from, from a toddler. And I was always given these same kinds of treatments, symptom masking treatments, which meant it always came back. So steroid creams, which have left pigmentation on my skin and my hands. And the, the steroid creams really caused a lot of harm. Prescription moisturizers, which contain nasty ingredients and antibiotics when it got really bad. And antibiotics, as you I'm sure you know, harm the gut lining. And particularly when overprescribed, it can really cause a lot of harm in the gut. And that's the very organ we want to heal when it comes to skin conditions. So it wasn't until my father's stroke when I really kind of had my own wake-up call. So a few years prior to his stroke, I remember him being told he had chronic inflammation. And I remember specifically where we were standing in the family home in the kitchen. And he just said to me, apparently I've got chronic inflammation or whatever that is. And his sister, who's a naturopathic doctor, had tested him and found it. And a few years later, he had the stroke. So he had hypertension and then he had the stroke. And I just had this kind of inner knowing, this innate intelligence telling me that his stroke was avoidable. I didn't know where it came from. I just kind of some of it came from came from within and then other kind of knowledge i guess i'd picked up from reading books and i i had already written a book about increasing testosterone naturally for guys and uh, anyway i saw this word inflammation everywhere and i just I, I went on a bit of a mission to kind of prove my hypothesis that his stroke was avoidable and sure enough that's what i found out <clears throat> so i realized that chronic inflammation is the underlying cause of his asthma he'd had from 12, fully reversible condition, the hypertension, and which ultimately led to the stroke, and also the eczema I'd had for the best part of my life by that point. And I went about an anti-inflammatory diet and lifestyle, and very, very quickly, my eczema went away. I can't say it's cured, quote-unquote cured, because that suggests it will never come back. I see eczema as a symptom communicating with me, something is out of balance. And this is what I teach my clients for, I don't care what the name of the illness is, it's all it's just a symptom of an underlying cause. And the same principles can be applied to virtually every chronic illness and have pretty amazing results.
1: Yes. ah, I'm so excited for your story. And I love the I always say it's about you know, getting our power back, right? Like you said, I mean, if you, if you do the things that were causing the eczema, the eczema is going to come back. It's not gone. My RA symptoms will come back if I go back to living how I lived back then. Right. Which you know, so I, I, that's the old knowledge is power, and I, and I love that. I. My favorite, one of my my favorite eczema clients. I, I tell, I remember telling a, a woman who was seventy two when I met her, and she was sent to me for other chronic conditions. And she mentioned, "Oh yeah, and I've had eczema for seventy years." And I said, "Well, we're going to do A, B, C, and D for to get to the underlying cause of your inflammation. And I suspect you'll, you know, see a major improvement in your eczema." And she looked at me like I was an alien. You know, I've had eczema for 70 years. There's no way. Yeah, not anymore. She doesn't have to. <laughs> now Amazing. she knows. Yeah. So it's it's never too late. Um, and I love that you pointed out, it really doesn't matter what the chronic illness is, what the symptom is. Is yeah. our body communicating? And, and Completely.
2: So is- it's a lot of people are led to believe that they have a genetic disease or genetic illness as if their genes are their destiny but we know from the science of epigenetics that we have the power to influence our gene expression by the environment that we keep in our body. So if our parents both had some serious illness like cancer or diabetes or heart disease, if we do what they did and we mirror and copy what they did, then yeah, the chances are we could develop the same thing. However, We know from the science of epigenetics, which isn't new, it's been around for decades. We know that we can influence our gene expression. So, if we have an anti inflammatory approach to life, there is no reason for these genes to be expressed. And that gives us power, you know, going back to what you said about taking our power back. It does. It really does. It puts us in the driving seat. For, For the vast majority of the population, there are some, there are a few percent of the population that are. Born with defective genes or genes which are fully penetrant, which means that they we don't hold the power to kind of influence their expression. That's not to say they're not reversible. My understanding is though, when when someone is born with some kind of defective gene like that, it's harder to kind of stop it, stop it from being expressed.
1: Yeah. Which is different than most of, I'm sure, what you see and what I see, what, who we're working with is, I would call most of the chronic illness today lifestyle illness, right? These are yeah. all these driven by inflammation and, and we can make choices, make changes and correct. I know you talk about in your programs the the four pillars of vitality, Um Share with us, you know, how you because I, I know you like to reverse engineer chronic illness and, and get to those root causes just like I do. I had said before we hit record I could geek out for hours talking to you. So w- share with us the four pillars and that approach that you take.
2: I call them the four pillars of vitality, the physical, mental, emotional, and energetic. And it's it's quite normal for If someone has an illness, if they go about healing it, the what I would say, the appropriate way, the holistic health and healing, true medicine way, it means addressing the physical first. Most people start addressing the physical. You don't have to start with the physical. You can start with energy. But most people start with the physical. So we need to clean up the diet, heal the gut. Move more. If someone's sedentary, they're not oxygenating their bodies. They're not detoxifying. There's lots that the body has to move. So some people uh, might it might require that they start moving their bodies and clean up their diet because that's one of the fastest ways to get rid of symptoms. Detoxifying internally, externally—that's basically the umbrella of physical. So nutrition, exercise, and detoxification. Then we have the, the mental piece which is how our thoughts and our beliefs control the health of our cells in our oh, body. Say it again,
1: <laughs> say it again.
2: <laughs> our thoughts and beliefs control the health of our cells in our body. The, the brain is like the 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 governor or the chemist. So we're 50 trillion cells. Every one of those cells requires feeding. They all behave like a biological mini-me, meaning they have the same biological processes as we do. And our brain is like the governor. It's like this determines uh, the health of our cells. So we know about the placebo effect. We know that if we take an, a pill with an inert substance in it, through the sheer power of belief, the body can heal itself. We, we Through the sheer power of the mind, the, the brain chemist, if you will, causes the body to secrete this perfect concoction of chemicals, absolutely perfect to heal the body. That's the power of the mind, the placebo effect. It is scientifically proven. And then we have the nocebo effect, which is the opposite of the placebo effect. So if you're, if we're having chronic negative thoughts or chronically talking about a condition that we have, labeling it, giving ourselves an identity, guess what? We can create that. So we, I talk about flipping the nocebo, getting like really using the, the placebo effect, not the nocebo and just being mindful of our thoughts, mindful of our beliefs, because we th- this is a brain chemist we have a brain chemist so we want it we want it working for us not against us and then there's the psychology piece of, of course of kind of committing to your vitality committing to your healing journey and just doing whatever it takes to keep inspired and motivated i prefer inspiration though when you're kind of pulled forward rather than kicking yourself into action And then the emotional piece is massive. I mean, I've kind of touched on it with the mental piece, but emotions are the the language of the body. Thoughts and beliefs are the language of the mind, feelings and emotions, language of the body. If we are most people going to resonate with the idea that, or not even the the idea, the data that suggests that 90% of all chronic illness is down to stress. So the emotional. Aspect most people can relate to, although most people, I would say, aren't familiar with how stress really causes a compromised immune system and really what stress is. My first like aha moment around stress was when I heard it referred to as our internal response to external strains. It was reading a book by Mihaly except Mihaly, Flow Living at the Peaky Variabilities, and it was a brilliant definition. It is how we perceive our world which causes the stress. It's not the it's not the events themselves, it's how we perceive them. And underneath that is all of our tr- our stories and past traumas and all the events that we've had in our life. And every time we have a trauma, it jolts us and leaves this energetic imprint in the body, causing us to be more and more reactive if something of a similar nature is presented to us in our lives. So um, there's a huge amount of kind of growth around emotional health and emotional intelligence where people can change their biology literally by understanding the role of emotions and how we perceive our world and how we react to our world is massive. So that's the emotional piece. Oh, and releasing trapped emotions and trauma. Sorry, I always went past possibly (laughs) most important piece. My understanding is that most illness, like the vast majority of illness is actually rooted in trauma. And I didn't understand this. I thought it was woo-woo. I did a post on this a few days ago on Instagram, actually. It was quite popular. I used to think this was woo-woo. I used to think that, you know, the idea for emotions to cause illness, I, I couldn't connect the two. I was like, how, how does that even work? And, you know, seven years ago, I was all about the physical, and diet, exercise, stress, getting rid of stress, that kind of thing. So, yeah, the emotional side of it is huge. So, if we understand trauma... And what trauma is, it's like electromagnetic energy that we store in our body when we are faced with some kind of event in our lives which jolts us. We can have small traumas, we can have big traumas. It could be an argument with a parent or a sibling when you're five years old, or or it could be something much more severe. So if we experience something that takes us out of this, I guess, alignment, it jolts us, it shakes us. That can leave this energetic imprint on the body and literally, they are stored like electromagnetic bundles of energy. We are energy at the subatomic level. You zoom in enough, we're 99. Many nines, empty space, and 0. Many zero 0.001 matter. We are mostly energy. We are virtually all energy. Really?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: So if we understand that and how emotions are also energy, they're electromagnetic bundles of energy, and they get lodged in organs, they get lodged in joints, they get lodged in your lower back and head, migraines, anywhere in the body. And there's some really fast ways of releasing them. And I have a process, I'll share it, it's it's called The Emotion Code by Dr. Bradley Nelson. I always want to give credit where it's due. It's the process I use the most, but I've also done other methods of emotional release like breath work and yoga and plant medicine. There's many, many ways of doing this. Hypnosis. So we want to release the trauma because that is really, I would say, normally the cause of chronic illness, unless there's some kind of major toxin that's entered the body. And then the final piece this is a long, this is a long explanation of my four. Well, pillars. We're the complicated. Final
1: piece, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> or we're not. I like to think of it as quite simple, actually. I like to think the body isn't actually complicated. I believe it's been designed to be complicated. Yeah. Like imagine, imagine we get an illness, and instead of Thinking of it as some scary genetic disease, we go, Oh, I've got a symptom of an underlying cause. Let's figure out what it is. Right. Yes. That's it. You become a problem solver then. And using your word about power, we take our power back. Okay. How have I created this in my body? A lot of people don't like that. (laughs) A lot of people don't like the idea that we create these symptoms, but we do.
1: Right. And it doesn't mean we're blaming anybody for their illness or symptoms. You know, uh, uh, and most of us, talking about this. We've been there. (laughs) So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe complicated was the wrong word. Complex, simple, but complex, right? We're not just, Uh, uh, Yes. it's not just the physical. It's not just spiritual you know it's it's we are this blend yeah
2: the the only reason i mentioned that is because i do my best to simplify the body with everything i do and i don't i don't think it has to be complicated we just have to go what's causing my body out of to be out of balance here are the four pillars what where is it where i'm falling out of alignment yeah you know we the society doesn't help us in that way It's almost like we're programmed to be victims. And that renders us powerless. It renders us like victims to our bodies, victims to disease, victims to a disease and symptoms maintenance system, which is amazing in emergencies. (laughs) Phenomenal.
1: Yes, I say the same thing. I'm going there when I need acute care. It's a whole different world.
2: (laughs) Life-saving. Life-saving. It's amazing. Yes. And when it comes to illness and dis-ease, I don't I don't even call it medicine. It's just it's a drugs and surgery industry. Yeah. So um the fourth pillar is where things get really exciting. Yes. And that's energy. That's the quantum.
1: Talk about woo woo.
2: Talk about woo woo, which <laughs> is quantum physics.
1: Yes. So old. Um,
2: Exactly. Since the beginning of time, we have, you know, this these principles go back to the beginning of time and understanding us as energy beings. And I've I've just done two Dr. Joe Dispenza advanced retreats, both in Cancun, June and December. And he's phenomenal. There's many teachers, of course. I just love the way he teaches. He's got a brilliant way of explaining all these principles, which have been suppressed since the beginning of, well, not quite since the beginning of time, shortly after the beginning of time, 325 AD is part of my research. Anyway, Dr. Joe Dispenza has a phenomenal way of teaching these quantum principles, understanding us as energy beings, and people have attended these events and eradicated the most most incurable of incurable illnesses. Multiple brain tumors disappearing in a week, handicapped people walking again, deaf people hearing again, blind people seeing again. This is happening. Yes, most people would regard these as miracles, but this is quantum reality. We are energy beings, and there there was a. I'm just thinking of a, a quote, and I can't remember it now. But there's a quantum physicist that said something to the effect of, "Once we, fi- it, everything must be based on one simple idea, and when we find out what it is, we will really." We'll kick ourselves, you know. We missed that. Something to that effect. I haven't quoted yeah. verbatim. We are energy. Yes. We're energy beings, and we're energy beings in physical bodies. This isn't woo. This is physics. So this is why the emotional piece is so big. I did a post earlier this week on the the um, the physical compared with the emotional, and if we're not addressing the energy body, we're missing like most of the puzzle. Like <laughs> most really the majority of it,
1: which leads me so, to the you know I was talking about the the simple, complex beings, right where are all of it, and so I'm guessing I see it all the time where people have been on their journey and they're they, you know they're the physical they're doing the things they're they're checking the boxes, but they're not healing, yeah, because they're just addressing that one piece, and they're they're not addressing the other three pillars.
2: Completely. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think, you know, the physical is obviously essential to address. Um, although, you know, there is argument to say that you don't have to go and change your diet. You don't have to go and do all that because you could go and meditate and heal your body. Right. Believe it or not. It's just the, the most tangible for most people is... Yeah. To detoxify the body, it just makes sense to most people. If I'm if I'm eating crap, guess what? It's gonna be manifested in the body. If I don't move my body, I'm not getting oxygen, I'm not detoxifying. So then therefore you get ill. And it's there's there's some things that people can relate to in a Logical. a (laughs) logical way, yeah. Yet the energy piece is where I think things get really exciting and we start to understand that not only can we heal our body through thought alone, but we can also change our world around us. We can start manifesting cool stuff into our lives. We start attracting things. And life yes. gets way more interesting when we understand that and we turn off the mainstream media nonsense.
1: So, <laughs> <Sorry>. so <laughs> true. Oh, don't be sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, peep, <clears throat> say I say sing it
2: <laughs> so, yeah you know, and I do know and
1: I love even in as I've developed my coaching programs what I, same like what I used to call woo woo it is absolutely science and it's powerful and can it will move the needle so much faster than those logical and again I, I'm I we do all of it as well I'm not saying don't clean up your diet and you know yes yeah, sleep and move and <laughs> do all the yep. things but if you really want to make leaps forward you've got to be focusing on these other areas
2: i was, I was just going to say you know we, we often hear about all you know celebrities or famous people they they, they did a juice diet and they still <laughs> died or something it's like hang on we, we don't we only know a snippet <laughs> of what they've done have right. they addressed every angle and did they go down the trauma route because Right. We need to understand the trauma bit. And right. I really understand now that most illness is rooted in trauma. So
1: and, and I love what you said, you know, to to highlight it doesn't mean, you know, some huge terrible thing. And and so much of our own trauma we don't even remember, we're not aware of we've blocked. I know it's all about our perception. Really. I mean, that is that's like you said, that jolt when those can be. And I was thinking as you were saying that earlier, knowing that you're in Mexico, I'm like, "Huh, you know, I lost my favorite stuffed animal, like my best little stuffed friend, as a child when I was in Mexico." Yeah, and I, you know, the fact that here I am at 53 and that's that, I'm like, oh, I bet that was traumatic." Yeah. You know, totally, um, and
2: yeah. it could be, and it can be something like that. It really can Absolutely. be. I've, I've done so much work around this, and I've done. Like meditations take me back into the womb like as, was, as as kind of I'm guided through the process I'm remembering being in the womb I'm remembering birth I'm remembering shortly after the birth not it's in the energetic realm so right. it's not like a memory here right, right anyway there's so much fascinating stuff that we can do to to heal and one thing I'd just love to say on the trauma piece we don't have to go and talk about it we don't okay. have to go and do years worth of talk therapy and relive the trauma and make it more and more solidified in the brain that's that can be counterproductive
1: thank you for saying that that can be re-traumatizing and i'm Completely. i'm not anti therapy or or any of that but i love you touched on it before and there's more than one way to to clear yeah. your trauma and heal your trauma and and so finding something that's, you know, I, I, if I was ready to do the work, I wouldn't want to feel better in a year or two or three or six. <laughs> I, mm. I would be looking for the the breath work, the meditation, the hip, hypnosis, the, the you yeah. know, plant, me- whatever it is that resonates with you, you know, and probably more than one thing too.
2: Yes, totally.
1: Yeah. And it gets yeah.
2: to be fun. You know, I, I like the, I like the methods that They're fun. Yeah. You know, the, um, with trauma release, it sounds like a really scary thing. But when we do it, it's just one way is that I mentioned the the emotion code. You just, you're just asking the body yes or no questions. Oh, that's the name of it. That's where it's stored. Let's release it now. And that's it. Yeah. (laughs) It's Dr. Bradley Nelson, brilliant, brilliant pioneer.
1: So, so amazing. And, and again, it's, so important. This is so, (laughs) this is absolutely not the direction I thought we were going to go in for the conversation, but it is in what we're talking about where we both are helping people identify their underlying drivers and trauma is always there. And, and yeah, it could be that you're living on fast food or, you know, all the other parts and pieces, but to be fully well, we've got to be doing the trauma work. And we've got layers and layers. I and mean, we're never done. We have yeah. layers yeah. of it.
2: So many layers. Layers of the onion.
1: Yeah. I love it. I love it. So do you then saying, okay, we're talking about trauma and, and emotion and energy and and quantum. And then we did talk about, you know, the physical and the food and the movement and detox where's the starting I mean, where do you start with people or is it where they need to start
2: um good question i i norm. if it's private i always uh-huh. start with where they need to start if okay. it's on a group session then- i normally introduce people to the to the physical because it's sure. the most tangible yeah so a lot of people don't understand what inflammation is so i go about explaining that and then saying let's have a look at your diet is anything you're eating not real (laughs) and how can we get back to nature and get that get clean it up super clean so some people can have alleviation of symptoms through diet alone many people can in fact which goes to show the power of food food is epigenetic it changes the environment in the body so um we normally start with diet and healing the gut from a physical perspective I, i if people are sedentary i get them to enjoy moving we can't outsource exercise. So let's just enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's essential. We have to move our bodies. We can't be sedentary. And a lot of people are just sedentary all day, every day, driving to and from work and then on a couch in the evening. And it's that's that doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So we have to we have to be active. So let's enjoy being active, Do dancing or hiking or getting out into nature or taking a dog for a walk just walking around the block with a music or a yeah. podcast
1: podcast <laughs> yes. exactly
2: so i always find help my clients find ways to enjoy being active that, that's normally where we start and then as the weeks progress we go through the, well, start with the physical mental emotional energetic so it's like an 8 week program normally well it is an 8 week program <laughs> and yeah we just go th- go through them systematically if i work with someone on a private basis and if they say to me, Neil, I've got the whole diet piece dialed in, I'm anti-inflammatory, everything, I'm already active, I'm working out, I'm grounding, I've got sunlight, I'm you know everything's good, I'd love to just like more help with the mental piece or the emotional piece or the spiritual piece or the energetic piece. Then we do that. It's more tailored.
1: Right, and then you say now we're going to have some fun.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I like I like that you said that because it it gets to be fun. It doesn't yes. have to be a slog. It doesn't have to be. You know, some people start a health regime or a fitness program, and it's it's almost like uh, it's going to introduce a, a sacrifice into your life or pain into your life, right? It's not Which
1: like then it's not going to be sustainable. And and you and I both that. are about you know creating lifestyle, not like oh anyone can hold their breath for eight weeks and do fill in the blank, right? Yeah. When be miserable and cranky, yeah, and that's not that's not what we're what we're about. And and I know. Like myself, you you have so many tools for your clients. I I, you again. I could have five hours of content with you, and we we could talk about breathwork. We could talk about you know ice baths. We could talk. There's just so much. But but I love also kind of pulling (laughs) pulling the lens back and saying like, hey, look. But we have to be hitting all of this. I I'm just grateful that you're here sharing with us. I may have to have you back so that we can talk about, dig into the the topic we were going to discuss today. I'm not even going to say what it was. So, because I love talking to people who... Are like minded and, and I do believe this is why one of the reasons I do this podcast were, were instrumental in my healing journey. I found a lot of information there, but also I think the more of us talking about these things is where people are like, Oh, maybe she's not crazy, you know, and this isn't woo woo. This is science and, and this works. And we all, you know, have, have similar and different approaches and and but it's all like you said holistic and we have wow. to we have to be really you know addressing the whole human to to get that inflammation down.
2: Yes. And one one thing I just love to say is yes. the moment we reframe an illness to a gift it becomes a a gateway to a, an elevated way of living. After breath, I actually run breathwork myself, and a friend of mine. Okay, a friend of <laughs> mine about a year ago said he sees vanity as the gateway to consciousness, and I paused and thought about it for a second, and I thought, I like it, except I'm going to make an adjustment. I put this <laughs> in my la- latest book. I see sickness as a gateway to consciousness,
1: and I believe that's so true.
2: Yeah, we can, there's normally two routes that people go down. Most people would probably start with the Western medical route because that's what they've been groomed to think. But then what often happens, this is a fan of my own podcast. I interview people who reverse incurable illnesses according to Western medicine. They take it. They just take this drug, this drug, this drug that gets sicker and sicker and sicker until eventually they go, okay, that doesn't work. And then they, then they go to the holistic health and healing route. Yes. So, and then that's where the magic happens. Cause they're like, oh, they, they go through all the pillars and they start detoxifying their body. They discover all this information that wasn't there. They get onto Gaia. My, Gaia <laughs> is my Netflix. I don't use Netflix. Right. I watch Gaia <laughs> and look at all these amazing documentaries on there about energy and about healing the body through thought alone and discoveries of sacred geometry and understanding what we can do with energy and how we can heal other people with energy or how we can manifest. And it's just, it gets so much more interesting. Than just taking a bunch of drugs, <clears throat> which typically interesting
1: <laughs> is the least of it. It's also yeah. effective, and yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's effective and life transformative. Yeah,
1: absolutely true, absolutely true. And for those of you that haven't checked out Neil's podcast, the Vitality Secret is is amazing. His book is amazing, and he's gifting it to listeners, and and all of those links will be in the show notes as well. One question I always ask at the end, and and I know you have a million different, I can't wait to hear what you say, which is the what's one step listeners can take right now to start to improve their health? It's almost a trick question, Mm. I think, but... (laughs)
2: I like the ask that question. I, I ask, "What's your number one vitality secret?" Anyway, I. <laughs>
1: yeah
2: <laughs> Answer your question. When I do breath, when I do my Wim Hof, it's a type of breath. It's a type of meditation in in of itself. So um, I say breath because so much can be done just by breathing and oxygenating. I was at the Truth About Cancer Life Symposium in in twenty sixteen. And I'll never forget this. One of the doctors said the number one reason for chronic illness is under oxygenation of cells, like mm-hmm. above everything else. So I thought that's the piece that needs wow. to be addressed. Yeah. And pe- we, you're familiar with the Wim Hof Method. I've a I am. People I, who, I've,
1: yeah. yep, I have done the training.
2: Oh, nice. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Every morning I'm, I'm with, my, with my group. We meet on Zoom And we breathe together. And then we have these amazing conversations afterwards. And it's a wonderful way to start the day to activate the body, oxygenate the body, calm calm the body afterwards. We do heart and brain coherence afterwards so we combine breath work with meditation. And then we're good. We've got that solid foundation. So whatever life throws at us, we're like, we're, we're ready.
1: And then that, that is the way to start a day without a doubt. It really yeah. is is amazing. I have I have a client whenever I say, "Are you breathing?" You know gives me that of course, I'm here. I'm like, "No, <laughs> really, really breathing because yeah. none of us do in it's it's got to become a conscious intentional activity to to really breathe.
2: for sure. Yeah. I mean, at the very basic level, be active, because if we're not, if we're just sat down, we're neglecting two thirds of our lungs, and we're just not oxygenating ourselves. So at the very basic level, if we start moving the body, you're starting to oxygenate your cells again. And. Right.
1: We're not, you know, single-dimensional. And I always say then start with what resonates for you. So, totally. you know, I take take Neil's more. gold and t- start with that first piece that you were like, oh, I could do that.
2: Yeah,
1: For people that are listening on the go, perhaps they're on their walk or perhaps they're driving, where's the best place to find you?
2: My website is vitalitysecret.com. And there's also Instagram, Vitality. YouTube, Neil Cannon 80. So yeah, I would say probably the best place is my website though, because it's just one hub and then you can see the links for everything else. You can see the link for my podcast, which is the Vitality Secret podcast. If you go to vitalitysecret.com forward slash book, you can get an e-copy of the Vitality Secret there.
1: Which is amazing. I can't encourage listeners enough to to go grab that book. And what a, so generous that you just have it as a resource for everybody, which is incredible.
2: Yeah, I want I, I like to give as much as I can, and obviously, there's there's also the business component where I coach people, and then I have my online program that you'll see on the website as well. So, yeah, doing what I can to help.
1: It's amazing. We're we're grateful that you're out there, and seriously, if if you're listening to this, you like podcasts, check out Neil's podcast. He has unbelievable guests, and I'm going to hold him to the invite. I would love. I'd be honored to share my healing journey as well. Neil, thank you so, so much for being here today. It's been fantastic.
2: Thank you, Julie. It's been an honor. Thank you very much.
1: For everyone listening, remember you can get the show notes and transcripts by visiting inspiredliving.show. I hope you had a great time and enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity. Did you enjoy this episode? please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to get a transcript of this and every other episode, just head on over to inspiredliving.show or click on the link in this episode's description. There, you can also find everything we discussed in this episode, including links and information about our guest. You can even send in your questions to be answered by Julie in a future episode. That's inspiredliving.show. Until next time... This is Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity Podcast, helping you take your power back.